Welcome to your daily affirmations. Repeat after me, working with others is easier than ever. I strive for perfect collaboration. Our teamwork keeps getting better. Yeah, affirmations are great, but Monday.com can really get you the teamwork you desire. Work together easily and share files, updates, data, and just about anything you want all in one platform. Affirm yes to start. Or tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, Dan, I, I have a confession, and I don't know how much of our audience is in on this. I occasionally do actually listen to other podcasts, but I'm not the kind of guy who puts it out on social media. I don't have a personal Twitter. Uh, I don't support the shows that I like, and that's that's on me. I should start doing that. But I also want our listeners to know we've had some existential moments lately where we've wondered if we should continue the show. I think it's actually because our audience is a lot like us. I think they're the kind of people who think that if you appreciate something, you should just do so quietly and without a lot of fanfare. And I think that's very much our personality. So I just want to reach out to the audience real quick and say, uh, if you're that kind of supporter, um, if you like what we're doing, we don't actually need a donation to the show. It's okay, whatever you feel like. But if you could let us know what you want us to do or that you like the show and want it to continue, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah, we really appreciate you rating us on Apple Podcasts or following us on Twitter or, or you know, any, anywhere you pick up your podcast because we just want to keep building momentum. We love doing this. We're now into our second batch of, of 100 episodes going into season five. So if you, could, um, if you could rate the show or review it and be honest about it, that's fine with us. We want to learn how to make the show better. If you could do that, we'd really appreciate it. Thanks. And we, we promise that we're going to make this upcoming season our best yet. Hey, everybody. I'm Mike. I'm Dan. Welcome back to 15-Minute Film Fanatics. This is one of our one-shots where we take something that probably shouldn't take an entire episode and we chit-chat about it for five minutes. Uh, this one was supposed to be on Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, Dan, what what what's your take on this movie? Well, you know, uh, you said a little dismissive there. So I watched Godzilla versus Kong with, with two of my kids. And let me ask you this. What would you want, Mike, from a film called Godzilla versus Kong? What would your version of this movie look like? I suppose that the fighting would start, I want to say, 20 seconds into the film and that the credits would roll, I don't know, a good minute after one of them were dead. Thank you. That's what it's not. You know, I, I think the greatest action movie ever made is The Road Warrior because it's purely about a day in the life of The Road Warrior and what it's like. I mean, I just think that I could watch, I've watched The Road Warrior probably 10,000 times and it's it's perfect. But this this movie is bad, and I and I'm not saying this to be a jerk and like super silly. It's like ha ha, you know, let's go watch our, our Bergman festival or you know things like that. Um, I'm all for it. like if it were the movie you described, I would be I would be all in right. But it's bad because it's in it. And I was trying to watch it, thinking like what what's making this so painful? 
It's an attempt to legitimize the enterprise. You just wish the people who made it were, were more like gleefully unconcerned about trying to prove its legitimacy by having like a little deaf girl who can use sign language to communicate with Kong and like this mother figure. And it, like you don't need any, the movie's called Godzilla versus Kong. You don't need this whole, you'll see, um, or maybe you won't see, but there's this whole, and spoiler alert, there's this whole, um, you know, convoluted plot where they have to bring Kong to the center of the earth, like Jules Verne style into the hollow earth. And it, it, it's so ridiculous how convoluted and silly it is because when you're a kid think about this how many conversations did you have as a kid like this uh do you think that um like captain america could beat up hulk yeah 100 percent. godzilla would incinerate king kong in about two seconds with yeah. nuclear breath and that would be the end of the story and then some kid goes no but kong could pick him up by the tail and swing him around over his head like these are the great playground discussions that you have when you're a kid and that's all this movie had to answer right and so it's got that going for it. Like, like there's not, you have to wait a long time for the fights. And when they come, they're, 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 they're there, but they're, they're really, really, um, they almost look too good. Not like the, the fun, um, you know, stop motion things. But the other thing about this movie that I've not read about anywhere online, which no one's talked about is this. The music is so strange. And here's what I mean. Um, it's a cliche in movies that if, if somebody's going to take a plane to San Francisco, say in a movie, the last song you should play on the soundtrack is what? I left my heart in San Francisco. Yeah. Or if you're going to San Francisco, like it's a terrible cliche, right? So the movie starts, we're watching it. They're on Skull Island. Kong is swinging around and they're playing that song over the mountain by Bobby Vinton over the mountain. And, and I'm like, what, what is this? Like Kong's like vacation reel? Like, What's going on? And I thought that was strange. But even stranger, in the middle of the movie, they go to take Kong off Skull Island because they got to get him. And they have him strapped like to an aircraft carrier with chains. And they show him in the middle of the ocean. And they start playing the song Loving Arms by Elvis. So you see you see Kong in the middle of the ocean. And you just hear like, I've been too long in the wind and too long in the rain, taking any comfort that I can. And you're watching King Kong, and I'm like, "What? What is this supposed to be funny? Is it supposed to be going our sympathy for Kong?" And that impersonation very, is so good that you start to sweat when you do that. Thank you. And at the end, when they when they restore Kong back to his habitat, they play "The Air That I Breathe" by the Hollies. All I need is the air that, and they have King Kong swinging around, and I'm like. What what are they doing? The music for King Kong versus Godzilla should all be like dun, 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 dun. It's not. It's not. So there's all this like weird meta hipster like music in it. It, it. it doesn't work. But the biggest problem is, and it's true, spoiler alert, if you have if you want to see this. So they build up Kong and Godzilla have this fight in the middle of the movie, which is kind of cool for like five minutes. So then they have to team up to fight the, the mechanical Godzilla. Megalogodzilla. And they do that, and then they're looking at each other, right? So they're in they're in Hong Kong, Mike. They're in the, it's at night or it's the dawn now. The skyscrapers are there and you're like, all right, let's, as my, as one of my kids says, let's go. And they're going to fight. And Kong has kind of like his big uh, makeshift ax and he looks at Godzilla and he drops it and they don't fight. So it's like everyone in the monster verse gets a participation trophy. They don't. So at the end, of, they don't fight. They go their separate ways. Can you believe it? It's called Godzilla versus Kong. Is there anything that you liked about it? Well, I'll tell you one thing I did like about it was it helped me settle an old um, argument with you, which is about what happens when good actors go bad. And that uh, your thing about, uh, if you want to fill the listeners in really quickly, your complaint about, uh, what is it, Baby's Day Out with Joe Montana? Yes. 
Give a, give a 30 second version of that. He should have known better. He has no reason to be in that film. Everybody knew it was going to be bad. And there's no reason that even if your agent is your friend and they were going to give you a million dollars, he already had a million dollars and he had made all the good films that he was going to make. He never should have been in that movie. Well, I thought of that argument. Uh, that, so Mike and I have this argument all the time is, you know, that, you know, I'm like actors are just act. They're, 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 they work. That's their job. But one thing was that there was a film um, a couple months ago I was trying to get you to watch and then it went off Criterion, a film called Christine, not the Killer Car Christine, but the movie about um, the, the true story about the news reporter who killed herself and committed suicide in the air. So that that title character was played by an actress named Rebecca Hall who was brilliant in that movie. I mean, she 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 is unbelievable in that movie. And she is the lead human in this film. She's like the scientist. So I'm like, this this woman was the lead in Christine and gave one of the most jaw-dropping performances of the last like 10 years. And now she's the main scientist in Godzilla versus Kong. She knew when she read the script, Mike. Does this mean that you're ready to capitulate in Mike V. Dan? <laughs> no, I just won Mike V. Dan because she knows what a bad movie this is, but she's but but they they she wanted to work. So you're in, you're gonna be in this huge movie. So go ahead. This is the part where you play Over the Mountain. I've been too long in the wind. Thanks for listening, everybody. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.